0: Ever since my husband and I started having conversations with people about our move to Wisconsin, it always goes the same way. They, people want to know why we're moving, what prompted the move, and the easy answer is that, you know, my husband is a Wisconsin native and he wants to go back home, and everyone gets that immediately. They understand And for the second question they look right at me and they say, and how do you feel about this? (laughs) It always goes in exactly that order. And I always answer the same way. I explain that I've moved a lot and I'm used to that whole process and experience and I like to see life as an adventure and so I'm game. But as we talked about it and as the idea became more and more of a reality, We talked a lot about the benefits this move was going to have for me as well. This puts me a lot closer to my mom. It puts me a lot closer to two of my oldest and dearest friends in the world. And that was meaningful for me. Because in different conversations, one of the ideas that we tossed around a little bit was maybe we'll move to Door County. And that was a pretty immediate no for me because that would have put me in not exactly the same situation, but a similar situation with regard to my ability to go see people that I have been far away from for many years. I'm talking specifically about friends and family who are on the East Coast. If we were to have moved up here in Door County, it would have been another situation that would have involved two airplanes and then a drive and yada, yada, yada. Whereas with Milwaukee, it is literally a two-hour non-stop flight. I can get on the plane, I can get off the plane at Reagan Airport, and I'm 10 minutes from my mom's house. And that has so far just been like this, it's been true, and it's real, and it's meaningful, but I haven't experienced it yet, so it hasn't really sunk in. Until recently, when my girlfriend Blair came up to Door County for a long weekend, uh, just last week, I think the last time she and I were able to have this much time together with just us, it, it was probably—it's probably been ten years since that has happened, because most of the time it. it when I've seen her over the past 10 years or so, it's because I've been in Alexandria and we go have dinner or we have lunch or something like that. Maybe we'll have two meals in one week during my visit. But we haven't had this long stretch of time together in a very, very long time. And it really helped me like, feel and experience the, the gifts that this move is providing for me as well in terms of being closer to other people people in my life who I've missed for many years. You know, when I moved from Alexandria to Athens, Georgia to go to graduate school in 92, you know, I had to say goodbye to people I was very, very close to. And it was very difficult because from Athens, Georgia, I moved out to California. So I haven't been this close to these people in a very long time. So it was really... A gift to have this time with Blair and to be able to sit down with her and talk about her experience with moving, or I should say, with not moving. Thank you for talking with me today for my podcast.
1: Thank you for having me. Let's do that again. Why can we not be jokey?
0: No, we can totally be jokey. Adorable. <laughs> Okay, we'll leave it. <laughs> so don't take this the wrong way, but you're kind of like an alien to me because you grew up in the same house your whole life. and then Well, most of your life, yes, and, we'll, and we'll get to that. And now you are raising your daughter in a house one mile from the house you grew up in. Yes. Tell yeah. me what that's like in your world.
1: Uh, there's one word for it, really. It's security. Um, I love it. And sometimes I don't love it. I'm kind of watching Grace, my daughter, go through all the steps that I did. Right. Which is satisfying, but also I wonder sometimes whether that's necessarily fair to her. Uh, You
0: mean like going to the same schools and stuff like that? Same
1: schools. We belong to the same, um, social club that she's on the swim team that I was on. I mean, she literally is sort of walking in my footsteps, which she seems to be enjoying quite a bit. Mm-hmm. But I, I just wonder sometimes if, if it wouldn't have been nice for her to kind of forge her own path a little more.
0: Well, she's still forging her own path. It's just because it's in happens to be in the same geographical locations as where you forged your path. Mm-hmm. She's still her own person. Um,
1: Yes, yeah, <laughs> she is. I mean, and for me, the it was very uh, comforting and really essential that I did start raising her right a mile from my parents because of the circumstance. Right, I had to have that kind of built-in cir- um, support system because you were a single mom. Yeah, because I was doing it by myself. So during those years when she was really young and we were doing the daycare and the you know the play dates and all these other things that were always going on. When you have young kids and I was at work, my folks would kind of fill in the stuff that I couldn't quite manage. So that that part was really helpful.
0: So now that you are an adult and you have a daughter and you're raising a daughter, do you look back at that experience of being able to grow up in the same house for your whole life and do you appreciate that or do you wish, oh, it would have been nice if we had moved a couple times or... What How do you look back on that now?
1: It's interesting, because now that I, we're all adults, my brothers and I um talk about that house, because of course, my parents are getting older and older, because you have three brothers, three younger brothers, mm-hmm. and again, it's a blessing and a curse. I still love walking into my parents' house. It smells the same. like everything about it is is so comforting. Um, and I have never wanted to live anywhere else. mm-hmm. But it's funny when the four of us talk about it, we're split down the middle on what to do with the house when the time comes. Right. Two of us are adamant that it's going to stay in the family somehow, that we obviously must purchase it. And two of us are saying, why on earth do we do that? You know, we have, And one of those is the one that actually flew the coop. Three out of the was, four of us are just, still in the area. Yeah, I was just going to ask if that had yeah. to do with where people are living now. Yeah, I think it does. So... Um, it's going to be uh, interesting when we get to that stage, how we handle it, but at least the discussion's already been started. Right. Now, what I will say that I think growing up and still being in the same area I mean, I literally left for college and came right back. Mm-hmm. So I really have not, I've lived in the same square probably 10 miles my entire life. That's amazing. So... It might be contributing to, you and I have talked about this, the fact that I am I feel like I'm getting less brave and more risk-adverse the older I get. Hmm. I'm wondering if it maybe has something to do with me sort of really um, narrowing down my, my orbit. Because I have never experienced anything else. Right. I, it could just be me, and that's my personality. But it certainly seems like it could have contributed when you don't have other experiences... And you and you don't you really aren't forced to reacclimate or recalibrate somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I think over time you'd probably get less and less willing to do so. I would assume. I don't know.
0: Well, I've thought you and I have talked before about how you've said that. You're like, maybe I'm not as adventurous as I should be, or whatever it is, but I think my response to you has always been like, well, maybe in order for you to thrive and do well in the world, that's what you needed, like
1: structure, maybe,
0: right? Yeah, because you have built this beautiful life, and now you have this beautiful house, you know, with this beautiful property, and you're raising an amazing daughter, and you know, like some mm. people, I think everyone just needs something different,
1: right? right. And I, you know, I you, it's no secret I was. Fairly wild child back in my late teens and, and early twenties, which was when I wasn't there, by the way. It was when I was away, right, you know? right. And, and not—I'm glad those days are over. Absolutely, no question. But I was a lot more sort of—I could fly by the seat of my pants without anxiety. I could. There were I, there were lots of things about that time that were exhilarating that I am incapable of doing now. Hmm. um I, I need plans set I need it, it I need it's almost too much structure and I and you know Grace rolls her eyes at me all the time like oh geez mom you know maybe she's right and <laughs> I should she'd just be like eh, you know let's take Tuesday off and go to Kings Dominion or let's and I'm like, oh no we can't take school off no <laughs> that's breaking the rules that's breaking a rule well,
0: don't be too hard on yourself because you needed to create a certain kind of structure when you became a single mom, like that you had to do that. And that I would say you're seeing the benefits of that in grace. I mean, I know she's
1: a butthead, a butthead Sometimes. right now because
0: she's a teenager, right. <laughs> but like I said, she's just doing her job. Yeah, <laughs> That's a teenager's job, but she's an amazing young woman.
1: Yeah. She's a pretty you know? cool kid. Yeah. And, you know, she's got a lot of... I mean, I think having her in the stable environment, whether or not I consciously knew I was creating it at the time, at the time I was just going from Monday to Tuesday because I I was didn't know what the hell I was doing, and and I thought it couldn't hurt to have my mom, who had four nearby, right? so that, you know...
0: And Grace has been surrounded yes. by family. Right. You know, you like you said, you have three brothers. Now... Who's so? Where is everyone?
1: I'm the oldest, right? Then Brendan, who's the one out in Colorado. Okay. Left for college to go to Colorado and never came home. Okay. And then Kyle, is uh, the third. He's down in Fredericksburg, so not that far. Right. With his wife and four kids. And then my my youngest brother Neil lives um, in Herndon.
0: So So also close. Also
1: close. So still a lot of family close by. She's been surrounded by.
0: Grandparents, uncles, aunts, cousins. You know, she's had this nice stability. And having everyone close by is a cool thing.
1: Yeah, like her first friends were cousins. Right. Without, I mean, there are a few of them that are close in age with her. So we were at the swim team banquet at the end of the summer swim team. They have a banquet where, you know, they give out the trophies and all this stuff. And, And Grace is one of the older swimmers on the team had been tasked with this thing called the paper plate awards where you name and decorate paper plates for every single kid on the team based on you know their little individual quirks. Mm-hmm. So she had done that with another girl. And when the time came, I was sitting in the back of the room, and the, the time came to do the paper plate award, she got right up, went up to the podium, and did all however many, 40, 50 of these awards, public speaking. I was blown away. I would never do that. <laughs> it, I hate it. I would drop classes in college if there was any piece of Funny. in front of the class. She had absolutely no problem with it, confident as can be. I was sitting back there with my mouth hanging open. <laughs> I
0: don't know well, why I it hope... should
1: surprise me, but it did. And I hope you also said, I'm doing a pretty good job. I'm doing a pretty good job.
0: And how often do all of you go back, spend time in
1: that house, in your, your parents' house? Well, so it's funny. They live a mile away, and I, and I, don't, I don't see them all that often. But it, the community pool where Grace swims in the summertime is probably four houses down from their house. So in the summer, we're in and out of the house a lot. Like if I am running late at work, that's where I'll pick her up from my parents' house. Mm-hmm. Or So we're in and out quite a bit in the summertime. My brother's, same thing with Neil, because he has a boat at this point club. So he's also in and out a lot in the summers. The two other brothers, uh, the Colorado and the Fredericksburg, uh, aren't there much, but when they do come, it's usually for several days Mm -hmm. and that's where they're going to stay. You know, it's like the home, it's like home base, right? It's still home. Yes. Still home base. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Wow. And is it pretty much the same as it was when you lived there or did your parents do any kind Uh, of renovations? It's exactly the
1: same. (laughs) i love
0: that. So they've lived there for how many years now?
1: I guess. Why didn't we move in? I was four. So seventy-four, seventy. 70? Yeah. So we need Larry. Well, Good 80, 90. So yeah. more than 40 years. Yes. Yeah.
0: That is amazing.
1: Now he, so my dad's fairly handy, and he did do an addition for my mom. Um I don't, you've seen it, that big music room in the back. Yes, yes. So my mom's a pianist. So right. he he had gotten her the, the uh, piano, the grand piano, but then you need somewhere to play that. You can't just play it. It sounds plinky anywhere. You need... Right, space. Space. So he blew out the back of the house and built this room for her that's very acoustically pleasant. So that's pretty much the main addition that they did. Sometimes they'll mess around. Like my bedroom, which was a little bit bigger than a walk-in closet. It was really tiny. But the other three boys shared a room, so I wasn't going to complain. <laughs> it is turned into my mom's sitting reading room. Oh, right? nice. So she's got a little futon. And then there was a room off the a screen, a uh, closed-in porch with a bunch of um, like crank windows mm-hmm. that my dad has... Covered in dark wood and made a study, hmm. you know, with books everywhere and stuff. So th- they've done things like that, but that's not a lot in 44 years. Right. <laughs> the furniture's exactly the same. <laughs> the creaks and the stairs when you tried to sneak out in high school are still there. I mean, everything's exactly the same. That's so funny. Yeah. It's funny that you
0: mention how the house smells. Mm-hmm. You mentioned that earlier. I'll never forget going. Back to one of my high school friends' house years later, like 10 years later, however long. I'm you know, since the last time I was in the house, and it smelled mm. exactly the same. And I said that to her mom, and she was kind of weird about it. She's like, What do you mean it smells right. the same? I'm like, No, that's a compliment. Well, it, you realize it was, it was like I inhaled and it went into my
1: cells, right. and my body remembered this house. And Smell is... Pro- I think it's supposed to be the most powerful I think memory it is. trigger. Yep, I think so. But remember, your house is doing the same to other people. That was freaky when I... Because I don't think of it when I walk in my house. Right. But my house does the same thing to Grace's friends, probably. Yes. They'll be... That's know, right. It is. It's bizarre. I can still... Sometimes there'll be something that, you know, kind of wafts past that reminds me of my grandmother's house. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. It's yeah. very strange. But it, But cool.
0: And I love that I... Like, we had, we shared some memories in that house. Like, yeah. you threw me a bridal shower for mm-hmm. my first marriage. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had the reception at
1: Yacht Haven. Yep. And then the after party at your parents' oh, house. Oh, God. Was, I'm sure. The, see, I probably, that's all a little fuzzy. I don't really remember.
0: <laughs> yeah, we
1: had fun. Yeah. Oh, I'll bet. Played yeah. pool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep.
0: I remember that house very well. Yep. And what else do you think it, that stability provided for you and continues to provide for
1: you? I think there's something very powerful about knowing that you've got a resource that close with unconditional love. Mm, that's that, nice. You know, that I, I mean, i screwed up a lot.
0: We and all have in our own ways. In our own ways.
1: ways. I had some pretty good ones. <laughs> but I can still walk in that house and smell the smell and have hear my dad, yo, from downstairs. And it's just hugely comforting, very secure. And it kind of settles your insides.
0: Mm, that's good. Yeah. I know. I, I've always thought of your parents as like this, there's a solidity to them. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't mean physically, like just emotionally and psychologically like they they're this
1: they're these pillars they are and so it's funny the conversations that the boys and i have now that we're all adults with our own families right and we have different perspectives sometimes certainly like i'll remember something one way and of course you know they remember it differently yeah um there's always the one sibling that seems incredibly put upon and that would be kyle (laughs) you know (laughs) The Neil was sort of the free spirit because by the time any sort of discipline came around, he was the youngest of four and they just didn't give a shit. I mean, they were so tired. <laughs> they were like, <laughs> do whatever you want. I don't, I mean, I don't care. <laughs> so we see things differently, but there's like constants throughout. And the biggest one was we all we weren't told this. Like, we weren't put in a row, you know, in chairs and told, but we all knew that my parents dug each other way more than they (laughs) they dug us. (laughs) So we kind of better stay in line a little bit.
0: I know, I remember you saying that that was... Like we if, knew it. if you if any of the kids did something against your mom Oh my god your my dad had a
1: stroke. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like that was just not gonna happen. So we that was just common knowledge <laughs> that we all knew you gotta watch out of the corner of your eye because <laughs> we're expendable. <laughs> Or like, think you know, <laughs> they just, they still do. They still dig each other. Okay. So but that was, that, cool.
0: was that in its own way comforting?
1: Yes. Because think about it at the, this was when you are, you know, you go over to other people's houses a lot, your friends, there was no h- house like ours.
0: Mm, tell me about that.
1: Well, so our house was constantly a disaster. not that wasn't high on my mom's priority list she's like yeah you know i'd rather the kids create with legos than than make sure the legos are all put away she just was very cleanliness and all that stuff and order was not her not high on her list Mm -hmm. and frankly my dad's either thank god because he'd come home from work and a lot of dads would be furious he was just like yeah whatever and that's our house is where all the kids wanted to be Mm. So it was constantly in chaos, and when you're in other people's houses, there's stuff that you would would appreciate about it. I think we were talking a little bit yesterday when I was like, "I'm going over to Melissa's house because she has Fruit Loops, right? You know, because right. of course we weren't allowed to have sugar." <laughs> but there was there was no place like ours, and the other kids knew it too, which is why they all like to be over.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I think right. They probably couldn't put their their finger on it whether it could be. Maybe they lived in a house with an unhappy marriage or an unhappy sibling or something was off.
0: Or even where the kids maybe ruled the roost a little bit. Yeah, where there wasn't
1: the, yeah, wasn't the discipline, the interaction between siblings or the interaction between parents and kids. Ours was, the house was just sort of full of a lot of clutter, noise, and love all the time. Mm. Not to say we didn't fight. We we did fight. Um, we weren't allowed to fight like physically. When so we just when we did have to like punch each other out. We would just do it when my mom went to take a shower or something. <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, mom's taking a shower yeah. right now. I can deck you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> exactly. So but we did fight. But there was just I don't know. In the in a in the in the day and age of I mean, this is when people started to really get divorced. Right. You know, and families yep. got, you know, fractured and, and split up. And there was, that just wasn't at all what our house was like. It's totally the opposite. I mean, we might as well have been in a different era. Right. I th- That's the way I look back on it.
0: So you, when you look at someone like me who... I had a bunch of different houses. We had to move a lot. Like, forget that my parents divorced. Like, let's just put that aside. I'm talking strictly about having to live in a bunch move of different loca- houses. Move to new location. When you look at someone like me, that's my experience. What do you say to yourself in terms of, oh, she didn't get to experience blah, 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 blah. Like, what do you think I've missed
1: out on? Um. Well, I mean, I think you probably search a lot for where and how to plant your seeds, you know? Right. And I don't know whether I I think, well, what do you think? Do you think you'll continue to do that your whole life? Or do you think you're on the tail end of your, you know, I think you're probably a little more worldly, obviously, Mm self-possessed. There's a lot of benefits from it. It, Mm -hmm. It makes my stomach hurt if I were to try to walk a mile because I, you know, I can't imagine being the new kid at school everywhere you went and mm-hmm. having to forge new relationships. But you're 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 awesome at that now. I mean, these are things I that I had are, to learn. Yeah, these are things that are serving you well. But I would always wish for anyone that they had a home base. Right.
0: It was my grandparents' house. Yeah, in Oklahoma. That's, that's the house I knew my whole life. Do you remember how it
1: smells? Oh yes. yes.
0: Yeah. And I I can even. How I can remember how it sounds, mm-hmm. you know the acoustics in that house. Yeah. I know so well. Yeah, I didn't quite get that growing up, but when I got older, I'm like, that's that's the home that I knew right. in my life.
1: So you did. So you did have that, right? But uh, I I would hope, I would wish that for everybody. Mm-hmm. I really would have to have something that's grounded somewhere. Otherwise, you're just sort of floating around. I mean, you, you have to have that.
0: I know, I think a lot about, you know, because people ask me when I tell them this is like my 42nd move, and they're like, what the crap, you know? And and it's not like I ever set out to, like, I didn't say, well, I moved a bunch as a kid, so I'm just going to keep moving as an adult. It's just kind of how things have gone. Well, and you're
1: perfectly, you have every tool to do that. Right. And be like, cool, let's do it. I'd be like, ah! I mean, <laughs> they, I would be anxiety ridden. <laughs>
0: Although you were
1: almost about to move to Bangkok. I was but um because, and I, and it's the very simple explanation. Now let's because let's do a little
0: quick inform the listeners. So right. Mike your yep. fella, he yeah. was he
1: had an opportunity to take a job there very to, recently. Very recently, but and, he was up against I think the pool started at 41 candidates Yeah, and he made it into the final I think nine. So at that point it became A real distinct possibility. Mm -hmm. So we really started thinking about it. And And you were going to do it. I was going to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I didn't. So it's easy for me now to, you know, kind of Monday morning quarterback. I was terrified, but excited too. Because what I said to myself, it was pretty simple. If you do not do this, you are not, it's your last shot at doing something brave. Which isn't
0: true, but continue. Well, that's how
1: I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would have been brave. Yes, Going to Bangkok. It's not like we were moving to Wichita. I mean, (laughs) we were going to the other side of the world. Right, literally. Leaving my parents a mile away. Mm -hmm. Other side of the world. And I was ready to do it. Um, And then, turns out, he didn't get the job, so... He was very, very upset. He And he said, I can't believe, you know, throughout this whole process, the interview process, and the, it took several months. He goes, I can't believe I dragged you through all this with me and only to have the result be that we're not going. And I said, I'll be honest with you. I said, I'm, Am I disappointed? Of course, a little bit. It was very exciting. It would have been a great adventure. Am I relieved? Hell yes. <laughs> I, you know, we have a pretty nice, Life here. So I was just
0: going to ask: Does it make you appreciate your the home you're in now even more?
1: Yeah, I mean, I you know I love my my home. It drives me crazy. It's freaking quirky and nothing fits. And <laughs> whenever you try to change a light bulb, with the I mean, it's just it's a quirky little house. But I do love but it. But it's yours. It's mine. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I was sort of happy to settle right back down on my couch and be like, ah, uh, we're not going bang Bangkok. but I would have done it. Yes, I know you would have. I would have. Yep. And that, I told Mike, I said, that was half the battle for me. The fact that I made the decision that I would go Mm -hmm. means I'm brave. Of course it does. You're so brave. Yeah. So when you got
0: your own house and you were putting it together and figuring out where everything was going to go and just how you were going to like run things in Mm -hmm. your home, did you think a lot about the home you grew up in? Hell no, really?
1: No, my house is complete. I'm, not, I'm am OCD about clutter. I oh, am, that's funny. Um, well, you only have one, yeah. one daughter, so you didn't right. have four. Right. So my yeah, I th- it would have been absolutely absurd to expect my mom to keep all of our crap together. Right. I mean, right. Crazy. No, I I I've done mine the way I want to do it. But remember, when I did, when I got the house, I was married. Yep. Which in retrospect was the only way I could have gotten the house mm-hmm. with the, you know, the two of us purchasing it with, financially. Right. And then when Steve left and it became mine, that's the first time I got to do it the way I wanted. Mm. And it was so much fun.
0: How did that feel?
1: Awesome. I mean, giddy, like he would always choose everything. Right. You know, and he'd get sulky if, and I finally said, so I forget it, just do it. I hated it I hated the way it looked I hated the patterns of the furniture I hated all of it and so when I started realizing that I could do exactly what I wanted well you've been there right. I, have a, I have a great time yeah
0: and you can feel, and you can feel it yeah like I love being in your house
1: now I think my style is probably similar to my parents house. not style necessarily like I don't like sharp edges and bright color everything is um I like soothing things right and 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 cushy things and pillows and candles and things that are that part the comfortable part
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I definitely have mm-hmm. and that you think came from yeah. the home you grew up in yeah so part of the way you created your home was I want to replicate that sense of comfort but
1: I'm gonna my home's gonna be in better order correct so- <laughs> And it wasn't that I wanted to rep- replicate it. I needed to. Right. Yeah.
0: And what do you, if, if someone did not know you and they walked into your home, what, do you, what would you want your home to say about you?
1: Hmm. What would I want my home to say about me? I, my, the first thing that came to my mind was to welcome them. Like, I don't mm-hmm. ever want somebody to, to cross through my front door and feel discomfort in any way. I don't I think I would just want them to... To, If the house is a reflection of me, I'd want it to be open, inviting, comfortable, a sanctuary. Just like you. Is that what I am? Yes. All right, then I've decorated wisely. (laughs) (laughs) Your home is a perfect mirror reflection of your soul. Yeah. And that's not to say I don't appreciate. My youngest brother uh, married uh, Stacy, who is Korean-American. So there's a, their house is very Asian influence. A mm. lot of blacks whites sparse. Like I I have trinkets everywhere. Like most surfaces have something on there.
0: But it doesn't feel cluttered.
1: No. But there's a lot. I have a lot of pictures yes. up. Yes. Yes. Um, Neil and Stacy's house is is much more it's cleaner, like know? minimalist. Minimal, yeah. Which is beautiful, absolutely beautiful, but I could never live in it. Mm-hmm. I would feel scared to touch anything or scared to sit down. I don't know how they do it. They've got white furniture with two small kids, but they do do it.
0: Yeah, that's a good question. What, like, when you see your the homes your brothers have created mm-hmm. with their families, does do you think it's an accurate reflection of what you know about them? Yes. Interesting. So nothing where you're like, I would have never thought you'd have a house like this. No. It makes
1: sense. All four houses are all good reflections of each of us.
0: That's cool.
1: I think I never thought about that way, but as I'm walking through the houses in my mind, they're exactly what they should be. That's cool. Yeah.
0: And what do you want Grace, when Grace is being interviewed for... A podcast thirty mm-hmm. years from now, or, or you
1: mean whatever, after her therapy session, after all the therapy, right? <laughs> um,
0: what would you hope
1: she would say about your home? Pretty much close to what I said about my mom and dad's mm-hmm. home, and I honestly think she would. Yes, it's her. It's really her favorite place to be, unless she's being a butthead and she's mad at me, and then she goes to her best friend Maya's. <laughs> but. Um, she spends a lot of time there. I, I am I, I wish we could sort of be a little bit more of the house where the kids come, but mm-hmm. I'm never there, so they're not allowed. Mm-hmm. They can't be in the house when there's nobody, nobody home with them. So we're not going to be that piece of that puzzle.-hmm But I mean, I had uh, one time I was out, I don't know, doing something in the front yard, and these golf the golf courses right across the street, and these a foursome of, of women were playing through. I'm bending over, reading. I don't even remember what I was doing, but I kind of felt, and they had stopped, and they were kind of staring at across the fence at me, and I finally was like, yes. Can I help you? Yeah. <laughs> and the lady said, "I," she goes, we play golf here all the time, and I we just wanted you to know that we think that your house looks like there's a whole heck of a lot of love in it. That was from the outside, across the street on the golf course. Oh, my gosh.
0: Isn't that, that makes, adorable?
1: That makes me weepy. Yeah. And they didn't even cross through with the the candles and the pillows and the comfort zone stuff. <laughs> You're like, if you only knew. It's just emanating out of the house, like across to the golf course. But
0: isn't that amazing yeah. that they could sense that yeah. from across the street from totally from the outside? Yeah. That's incredible. Uh-huh. See what a good job you've done. Yeah.
1: I, some days I'm like, I rock pretty much. You too, you totally and, do. And other days I'm like, oh my God, what am I doing? I think that's everybody. Yes. Yeah. So. Hmm. Today I'm going to decide that I rock. Good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for talking with me today. Oh, thanks for having me. I can't wait to hang out in your home again. Absolutely. Which is going to be a lot easier We'll light all candles that... and plump pillows. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> now it's only a two-hour flight away. Yes. <laughs> there are all kinds of things that influence the way we create our homes. And a lot of that has to do with what we experienced when we were young and what kind of house we lived in with our parents. I especially love seeing the homes of people that I knew when I was young. You know, friends who I've known since middle school or since college or since I was 22, which is the case with Blair. To see this home that she's created, and to feel her presence as soon as I walk in the door, to be in a space that she's created that makes perfect sense to me. It is a real reflection of who she is and what she values and the kind of life she's created for herself. There is this sense of calm and quiet and order and peace in her home. And yes, that has to do with the way she keeps things tidy and with her candles and things like that but it's also about her and her family and and also with the way that she got through a a very challenging difficult period in her life she was able to emerge from that with this home still belonging to her and then to be able to make it make it exactly what she wanted It's a reflection of that, too, and that is also what I feel when I walk in that house, is I know what it took for her to have this home and to create this home and to make it what it is. As more of the work on our house in Milwaukee progresses and we see things beginning to take shape and to be transformed, it's still kind of a mystery to me what our house is going to look like because we left so much furniture in santa barbara it sold it to the people who bought our house my husband and i still don't quite know what this space is going to be and what it's going to look like or feel like beyond a few details here and there but i'm also really relishing having a really big blank slate There's something about it that feels especially exciting this time, even though we've done this a number of times before together with different homes. There's something about this that feels more expansive. I was looking at the calendar today and counting the number of weeks we've been here and the number of weeks we still have left, and we will be moving into our home five weeks from Saturday. Today is Thursday. So September 30th is the official move-in date when we will go down and meet our movers at the storage unit and then begin the process of getting settled in. I'll be back next week with more stories. Transplant is a podcast produced by Christine Mason Miller. That's me. To learn more, visit my website at christinemasonmiller.com. Thanks so much for listening.